So hello, everybody, and welcome to the Perkyevos podcast with Rabbi Shlomo Kohn. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at rabbishlomokohn at gmail.com. For this week's Mishnah, we begin with Perek Dalid, Mishnah Yutes, Chapter 4, Mishnah 19. The Mishnah says as follows, Rabbi Yanai Omer, Rabbi Yanai says, it's not in our power to explain either the, the, the tranquility of the wicked or the suffering of the righteous. Meaning we don't understand why the wicked have tranquility and why the righteous are suffering. This is actually one of the, if not the biggest question of mankind. Why do good things happen to bad people? And why do bad things happen to good people? Or really, it should be the other way around. Why do bad things happen to good people? And why do good things happen to bad people? This question has been dealt with time and time again. There are different answers that we can use to deal with this question. I'm going to give two. And then I want to give another explanation of the mission as well. The first answer to this question is that when it comes to the tranquility of the, of the wicked and the suffering of the righteous, we don't have the whole picture. If you Google zoomed in images, you'll see a whole, all these links for different pictures of things which you can't even recognize because they're so zoomed in and they look really bad. But when you pull out, you begin to see that it's a household object. We're just part of this portrait. You know, there's God was before us. God is after us. And we're just like a, a, a speck on this big, beautiful portrait that God's painting. And, you know, sometimes we're looking at the picture and we're looking really close up and we can't figure out what's the picture, what's going on. I don't understand. But if we would pull back, we would realize that there's a greater plan here that we're really not privy to. When it comes to the suffering of the righteous and the tranquility of the wicked, the first thing we have to understand, and this is what the Mishnah is teaching us, is that we don't have the whole picture. We don't understand the ways of God. God is infinite. We are finite. So it's impossible for, impossible for us to understand the whole picture. Even if something looks funny, it looks wrong, it looks off, we just can see as far as these meaty eyes can can take us. We could see how much, 100, 100 yards, 200 yards, how far could a person see already? We're, we're zoomed into the portrait, but if we would have the ability to pull out, we'd see a much clearer picture. Another point that helps us understand this Mishnah and helps us deal with this question is the fact that there's a concept of tzaddik viraloi virasha v'toivloi. What does that mean? Tzaddik viraloi, that the tzaddik and so there's some type of bad in there that has to be gotten out. And Russia Vitoyvloi. This really deals with our question. You have a, a righteous person who could be having bad things happen, happening to him, and you could have a, a evil person where good things are happening to him. So the question is why? And the answer to that is, or one of the answers, is that God is a good God. He is a kind God. And in his ultimate kindness... He knows he wants to give the righteous their full reward. So what does he do? He purifies him. 
he gets rid of anything that needs to be gotten rid of. You know, no, nobody's perfect. We're not perfect. We're in this world to make ourselves perfect and to get to that point, to get as, to become as good as we can during the time that we're here. We, do to- we learn Torah, we do mitzvos to be the best we can be. But we make mistakes. Even the righteous makes mistakes. It says, Even a righteous person makes mistakes. So God, in his ultimate kindness, cleanses us. What does he do? He says, you know what? I don't want this righteous person to suffer in the next world because that's really the true destination where, where we want to get to. That's the reason why we're in this world, to, to prepare ourselves for the next world. So he says, I'm going to purify this righteous person with a little bit of suffering in this world so when he should come to the next world, his account will be clean. There'll be no sins there. And any suffering that a person suffers in this world is much easier suffering. This type of treatment is really the ultimate kindness. Easier to quote unquote suffer in this world than it is to suffer in the next world, to go through the punishment in the next world. So God gives us the ability to purify ourselves here and to get rid of any residue of sin that a person might have on himself. That's for the righteous. So that can answer why a good person would have could suffer in this world because God wants to make sure that he's pure and good to come into the next world. And as far as why the wicked have everything tranquil in this world, it's the opposite. You just flip the idea. The wicked have tranquility because God is a just God. He doesn't, everybody who does something good gets reward for it. Any mitzvah that a person does in their lifetime, there is a reward for that mitzvah. Similarly, any avera, any sin that a person does during their life, there is a punishment for that. So there's a reward and punishment for every single thing. There's not, nothing gets forgotten. So, and even if it's a, a person who's not a good person, they do something good, they get credit for that. They, get, they will get reward for that. For people who live their life in an evil way and not in the proper way, God says, you know what? He did, you did something right in your life. You did a few things right, but I'm going to give you your reward now. I'm not going to wait until the next world to give you the reward. But rather, the next world, you're going to have to deal with the punishment. That's what he's telling to the, to the wicked person. So God gives this person, this wicked person, this evil person, their reward now in this world. So then the next world, they'll have to face the music. These are just two answers to this question. Why do bad things happen to good people? And why do good things happen to, to bad people? And there's just two different ways to deal with it. And this is one of the, the thoughts in this Mishnah that we're learning. Another thought, which is really more of a lesson we can learn from the Mishnah, you know, a lot of times we look at people and we base our situation in life, get an idea where we're holding. Let me explain. If we, if things are going good for us, we assume that we're, we're doing the right thing. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. If, if everything's okay, I have money for what I need. I'm healthy. Everything's going right. That means I'm doing everything good. And, and Hashem, God, is happy with what I'm doing. And we look at others. If something's going wrong for somebody else, or they don't have money, or they don't have their health, or just things bad happen to them, we think to ourselves, the reason why things are, that are bad are happening to them is because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. God's angry at them. That's why these bad things are happening to them. And that's how we, we live our lives. We assess our situation, assess the situation of others to see where we're holding and to make estimations where other people are holding. So the Mishnah is giving us an insight over here. Don't do that. You can't make an assessment on where you're holding in life if you're doing well and everything's working out. You can't assume that God is perfectly happy with you. If you look at somebody else and things are not going right, 
don't think that that person is doing things wrong. God's, God's upset with that person. Because the Mishnah is telling us, we don't know the ways of God. That's what the Mishnah says. Rabbi Yana said, it is not in our power to explain either the tranquility of the wicked or the suffering of the righteous. Ultimately, we don't know why people suffer and why people have tranquility. So if we see ourselves, everything's going good. Don't assume that you're perfect. And if we see others that things are not going right, don't think that everything is, don't think that that person's doing things wrong. If things are going wrong with us sometimes, or, you know, nothing's going right for you, you might think that it's because, you know why? Like, it's like the concept we explained before. It's because Hashem, He wants to, to give me my full reward in the next world. And you know why things good are happening to, to my neighbor? It's because he's bad. He's a bad person. And that's why God's giving him his reward now. Both ways, no matter what position a person is in in this world, you can never assume where he's holding based on the, on the situation that he's in here and now. It's something we should have in mind when we live our life because this is natural human um, tendencies. We tend to ju- judge others based on what happens to them, the way they live their lives. We, we judge people. The mission is giving us a little insight over here that we, we shouldn't judge people or ourselves on the position we are in currently in our lives because we don't know. We don't know what might be in the calculations upstairs. And this really leads into my next point because brought down that a person should always look at himself that there's a scale. You know, on, on Yom Kippur, we have a picture of a scale. It's on a lot of the, the Sidurim. One side of the scale represents merits and the other side of the scale represents sin. And it's brought down that we should always view ourselves that the scale is perfectly equal. And the next thing that we do will tilt the scale. If it's a merit, hopefully it'll tilt the scale to merit. And if it's a sin, God forbid, it'll tilt the scale to to sin. And this is one of the ideas from the Mishnah. The Mishnah is telling us, don't be so comfortable in how you view yourself. You know, things are going well for you. Things are going good. Don't be so secure in that. Still view yourself as equal, that the next thing you do could push the scale down either way. It's a good way we should live our lives because it makes us more careful in the way we conduct ourselves and in the way we live our lives. Thank you, everybody, for joining the Perkyavos podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at rabbishlomokon with a K at gmail.com. Have a great day.